Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Friday edition of the All Sports Talk podcast. I am your host, Juan Rodriguez. It is Friday. It is the end of the week. It is payday. It is time to have some fun. It is time to enjoy our weekend, and let's just finish off strong here with a great episode tonight, and then we will get back to you guys on Monday, and hopefully... Hopefully everything goes back to normal here pretty soon. But other than that, we've been having fun. Let's get to it with some NHL playoffs. So yesterday, the series is over. The Canadians, for the first time since 1993, are going back to the Stanley Cup Finals after beating the Golden Knights 3-2 in overtime, winning the series four games to two. Uh, so much, uh, a lot of reactions, a lot of reactions uh, from this series. So the Golden Knights, they they had everything in them to make it. They they had everything. Um, they played great against Minnesota. They beat Colorado, who were like one of the Stanley Cup favorites. And they ended up losing to Montreal. And now it makes you wonder, as a as a hockey, you know, person that watches hockey and everything, is it time to, dare I say, blow up the Las Vegas Golden Knights? I mean, think about it. What else do they need? What else is there to do for Las Vegas? Las Vegas had everything in their power to make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. They did everything right. They beat Colorado. They beat a upstart Minnesota. And when Mark Stone has zero points this whole series, what... What? Mark Stone is the captain. You're telling me he had zero points this whole series. He had no impact on this series whatsoever. And Las Vegas, now that they lost in this fashion, it's going to be no secret. There are going to be some cuts now. There has to be some changes now. Everybody loves Mark andre Fleury. He's got to go. Alex Martinez is an unrestricted free agent. He's going to go. Do you still Mark, Do you still trust Mark Stone? Do you still trust the roster that you have? It would not surprise me if Vegas has to blow this thing up. Because there's, there's no, the end results are the same. The definition of insanity is this. You keep trying to do the same thing over and over again expecting different results. They've done this before, and they always fall fall short. Maybe it's time. Maybe it is time for the Golden Knights to kind of just blow this thing up. And for the Canadians, can they break that curse of Canada? Can they? Because let's face it, they are the first. They were the last team to win from Canada 
the Stanley Cup. They were the last team in Canada to win the Stanley Cup. There hasn't been one since. Montreal is nothing flashy. They don't have... They don't have no, you know, what the new NHL is. This new speed, acrobatic, you know. They're just old school playoff hockey. Good offense, solid defense with great goaltending. It's classic NHL style. They're never going to... I mean, other than the series, they're never going to outskate anyone. They're not going to outhit anyone. They're just classic NHL style hockey. And I think that's what makes them dangerous. I really do. So now the Canadians have to wait for the winner of tonight's game seven between the Islanders and Tampa Bay. So, really, what it comes down to is. Who wants it more? The Islanders, a team that doesn't say die, or the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are trying to prove to hockey fans everywhere that they are, were deserving of being called the best team in hockey. They're defending champs. It's hard to repeat. It really is. It's only happened a couple times in my lifetime, so we'll see what happens here. We'll see what happens here. But game seven tonight between the Islanders Lightning. Win, you move on. Lose, you go home. It's as simple as that. Um, And as far as the Golden Knights go, uh, another year, another disappointing way to end the year. But it is what it is. It is what it is. And we'll see what happens now, but... I, I I do not see uh, Vegas holding on to its core. I, I really don't. I, I don't think so. I think it's it's kind of over. So we'll see how it goes. And we'll see how uh, this plays out for the Golden Knights this offseason. So congratulations to Montreal. And good luck to the Islanders Lightning tonight. We had a little bit of NBA playoffs action last night. The Clippers, uh, they won this, They won game three, which it seems like they always do. <laughs> I mentioned it a couple days ago where it doesn't matter if the Clippers are down 2-0. Um, I'll start worrying if they get down 3-0 because I'm not going to count the Clippers out. It always seems that they lose the first two, and that's what it's been the whole uh, playoffs for them. They'll lose the first two, and then they'll win the next four outright. So <laughs> maybe they continue the trend. We'll see. Uh, but the Clippers, kudos to them. They ended up winning Game 3, their first win in the Western Conference Finals in franchise history. So kudos to them. Congratulations to them. It's just, it's amazing. It's amazing to see that. So uh, Paul George, a fantastic night. 27 points, 15 rebounds, 8 assists. Reggie Jackson, 23 points, 1 rebound, 3 assists. The Suns uh, just looked way off. Even with the return of Chris Paul, they just... They just look way off. Devin Booker, 5 of 21, going 0 for 6 in the third in the fourth quarter. The Clippers just taking a commanding lead in the third quarter. They, out, they just ran away with it in the third, and the Suns had no answer. So... 
you know, 8 and 15 points. It was just not a good night for the Suns. Uh, when you shoot terribly bad, this bad, you don't expect to win a lot of games. And when the Clippers are hot, they hard, they're hard. You know, when they're hot, they're hot. And when they play hard, they play hard. So, really what it came down to was the Clippers just on their great day caught the Suns on a bad night. So, we'll see what happens tomorrow for game four. I do expect the Clippers to probably win game four. I think that that's their recipe. So, we'll see. We'll see. But in uh, breaking NBA news, though, Jason Kidd looks like he's going to be the next head coach of the Dallas Mavericks after Rick Carlisle stepped down. And he's going to become the new head coach of the Indiana Pacers. So uh, as a Lakers fan, I'm happy for Jason Kidd. I think he deserves this. But as a Lakers fan, I would have preferred if they took Frank Vogel. So... It sucks, but, I mean, it is what it is. I think Jason Kidd, Luka Doncic, I think they're going to work something out. And he's going to have to – his first step is to really patch whatever disconnection there is between the franchise and Luka to try to sign long-term. So, hopefully, you know, something good comes out of that. Something, you know, something does happen, and I think Jason Kidd is the perfect man to kindle any disconnection between the franchise and player because I think he's more of a player's coach. So congrats to Jason Kidd for being the next head coach. I think he's already assembling his staff, so we'll see who he assembles. And as I mentioned, Rick Carlisle is now the new head coach of Indiana after he stepped down from Dallas. So, you know, that's a good that's a good uh good find up for Indiana. So hopefully he could bring uh some of that winning streak to Indiana because Indiana does need it, and we'll see how it goes for them. So, and also tonight we have Game Two of the Eastern Conference Finals. We have the Hawks taking on the Bucks. Um, the Hawks won Game One, one to zero. So they'll be looking to try to steal another one on the road against Milwaukee tonight. Uh, and again. Not here to pinpoint players because, you know, they're athletes and they do, they're really good at their job. You don't make it to a professional league if you're not good. But eventually the NBA has to come down on Giannis. Those free throws, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Why he takes so long. Why? Why he takes so long. I don't get it. I don't I don't I do not get it. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Like what in what world does a player need 10 seconds to shoot a free throw? Like they either shoot the free throw or have somebody else shoot. But please, please do not become like Major League Baseball where you're taking 30 minutes to finish one inning. Please don't do that. You know, please. the NBA needs to tell Giannis something. That that should be 
implemented. You cannot take longer than 10 seconds. If you do, you lose both of your free throws. There. Easy fixes. Easy fixes. These are professionals, and we expect them to be professionals. But at the same time, it's like, damn, you've been playing this game this your whole life, and you don't know what a you don't know how to set up your free throw shot by now. That's your unanimous MVP, a guy that doesn't know how to shoot up a free throw. That's why these voters crack me up, man. It's like, dude, oh, oh, it's so hard. It's so hard to watch that. So. And then I don't want to hear it, you know, as today when the league said, yeah, Gianna should have been hit with the violation when there was only 5.3 seconds left. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that after the fact. So we'll see what happens. Game two, Hawks, Bucks. It should be exciting. Now let's move on to some boxing. We actually have a good, good boxing fight coming up tomorrow. I mean, really good one. We have a lightweight bout between two very talented fighters. Vasil Lamachenko versus Masayoshi Nakatani. They're both very good top lightweight contenders. Lomachenko, the heavy favorite. 14 wins, 2 losses, 10 knockouts. 5'7", a little short. 65-inch reach. Southpaw from Ukraine. But don't let his size fool you he can hurt you and he will hurt you he hasn't fought in 252 days so there might be a little ring rust there but i expect um lamachenko to come you know come back strong and we'll see what happens you know he is 33 years old i think he's kind of at the he's pushing that age right now to where Hey, you know, how many fights do you have left in you? But you're still a household name and people are still going to tune in as long as he still looks good. So. And as far as Masayoshi, 31 years old, hasn't fought in 196 days. But he's no slouch either. He is no slouch either. 19 wins, one loss, 13 knockouts, 5'11 with the 71 inch reach. And orthodox stance now from Japan. Now, he's no slouch. 19 wins to go along with 13 knockouts. So both of these guys do have the knockout power. And this is for the lightweight division. And a very good one at that. So we'll see what happens. Lomachenko needs this win. Uh, Masayoshi, they both need this win. Eternally. To kind of... Keep their dreams alive, being one of the best and everything. So they need they need this. So I think tomorrow's gonna be a good fight. Both very well astonished athletes, very well rounded boxers overall. To me, I think Masayoshi is a great fighter. But I think I'm gonna go with experience here. I'm going to take Lomachenko, and honestly, I think with how everything's setting up, uh, Masayoshi, very good fighter, but eventually he just kind of, his defense is kind of suspect at best. He tries to end the match as quickly as he can because eventually he falters in the later rounds. And Lomachenko's just very well-rounded and very experienced. If If it were up to me, I'm going to say Lomachenko, 10th round, 
by TKO. I think the ref stops the fight in the 10th round. So we'll see what happens. So it should be a good fight tomorrow. And on some NFL news. I know it's it's the end of June and we got some NFL news. Who would have thought, right? Uh, the Steelers made a couple uh, transitions yesterday. Uh, they released a former uh, All-Pro guard, David DeCastro. They released him. I guess uh, there's a good chance that David DeCastro doesn't even play football this year. Uh, apparently, there might be an injury too big to where he doesn't even play football this year. That move saved them about $9 million in cap space, but they found their guy. They found their guy really quick, and Trey Turner... He's signing a one-year deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it was a quick turnaround. A former Charger and Carolina Panther, Trey Turner, is now a Pittsburgh Steelers. So uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, they, uh, I don't know what happened. You know, I don't know why this was not talked about in a lot. Everybody kept talking about the Raiders losing or trading away their offensive line. And what are they doing? What are they doing? Nobody's talking about the Steelers releasing their offensive line. I mean, think about it. Alejandro Villanueva is now a Baltimore Raven. Pouncey, retired. David DeCastro, retired. Or released, I'm sorry. Nobody's talking about this. And the thing is, if they knew they were going to do this, now the Najee Harris pick, as good as Najee was... Why? Now, hopefully, the guys can, you know, hopefully the young guns can step up. And, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they were dominant. And I think what it was, it was just the running game. But now we'll have to see if, if they can hold up because Najee is going to have to, you know, He's expected to do a lot of big things. The rookie out of Alabama. He's expected to do big things. And we don't know what the status is of the Steelers online looks like now. We really don't. This is one of those situations where, man, I hope they don't ruin uh, Najee out of this. I hope this doesn't shorten Najee's career because... The Pittsburgh Steelers were a team ready to win. And I thought last year was probably a good chance. I don't know about this year. I understand Big Ben's back. But he's not the wrong age of, you know, the 30s. Almost 40s. I don't know what's going to happen here. But for... But for the Steelers, it's you still got that great defense, but that offensive line is now a big question. It's a very big question. I mean, you would think at least keep somebody. I understand Pouncey retiring. That happens. But Alejandro Villanueva gone. Now David DeCastro. Their, other, their right tackle gone. It sucks. It sucks. But for the Steelers, it's just one of those things that we'll see what happens. Should be good. I mean, the Steelers are still a good team. They still have talent. It's just, can that offensive line hold up? And that's going to be the question for everybody. Can that offensive line hold up? And if it can't, then 
it looks like their Super Bowl window is closed. If that offensive line doesn't hold up, at least a little part of their bargain. The Steelers' Super Bowl window is officially closed, and it might be time for, dare I say, find a new quarterback, reamp that offensive line, and hopefully that defense can stay together for a bit. So we'll see. We shall see. And the NFL has announced today as well that starting the year 2022, so not this year, the following year or next year, <coughs> teams, <coughs> sorry, NFL teams can wear alternate uniforms. That means we are getting back some classic looks. We might be, we might get lucky to see the popsicle cream orange of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with that winking pirate. We might get to see the old school Buffalo Bills AFL uniform. Maybe, maybe if we're lucky, we get to see the old school Philadelphia Eagles, the old school Jets, maybe the old school Giants, Cowboys. Maybe the Raiders old uniform with, uh, you know, silver numbers. That'll be kind of cool. I mean, overall... It's just, I'm glad that, you know, one league is trying to make it fun as possible. You know, they're trying to make it fun as possible, unlike some other leagues. But, yeah, I mean, that's the big news coming out of the NFL starting 2022. I I like it. I'm all for it. I think it's cool to see some alternate uniforms. Maybe we'll be lucky to see the Houston Oilers uniform. Tennessee will get to wear those. Who knows? But it'll be cool. It'll be cool to see if we get to see those alternate throwbacks. So I can't wait for that. I mean, it's not going to be till 2022, but eh, it's still exciting to talk about it. So other than that, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap it up for today's episode. I want everybody to have a wonderful weekend. I want to thank everybody for supporting the show, tuning into the show. I appreciate the support. Have a safe weekend, everybody. Be safe. Be kind to everybody. And we will talk to you guys on Monday. All right. Take care, everybody.